I need new music. Discover new music now. JJO. Madison Salad Rock, 94.1 JJO. It's Brock, and it is time to discover new music. Joining me today, John Connolly. Uh, you know him more than likely from Seven Dust, but today we're talking about a, uh, a side project, a passion project of his uh, since 2014, and that is the band Projected. John, how are you, my friend? I'm doing great, man. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time. And we're excited about this. Obviously, we all love you. Uh, there was seven dust and we're not taking anything away from that today. But we are also very excited because your side project, which, by the way, I feel bad saying side project. It makes it seem like it's not as cool or as, almost like that side woman that you had all those years ago. And they're like, ah, no, no, no. It's it's still important. It's still important. <laughs> yeah, a side thing. I, I like it. <laughs> hey, man, we're in, in our situation, I think. Uh, your third full-length album, uh, Hypoxia, coming out June 24th. And I just want to kick things off because it's interesting to me. When you have a dynamic like this, do you have to reset your – is there a different mindset with projected as opposed to Seven Dust? It's an interesting thing because I'm sort of sitting in the middle of it as we speak because we're writing for a Seven Dust record. There's sort of a barometer where if I sound really bad singing it, it's going to be perfect for Seven Dust. <laughs> if I sound really good singing it, it's probably not going to work for LJ style. LJ has a totally different vocal style from any of the rest of us. You know, it's time in the saddle. He's got control. He's He's got that that R&B foundation that is just, you either have it or you don't. Yeah. You know, it's like our players who have that thing. You see it and you're like, oh man, yeah. you know, it, that's it. Like you, you just have that, that thing. And it's tricky in the world of Seven Dust because sometimes we, we can write songs that sound so great with mediocre voices singing them. And then you put an amazing, you figure, all right, we're, we're up in the game. Yeah. But for some reason or another, it waters him down. So you have to be real careful on on how you approach, you know, LJ, because he's such a gifted singer. You know, you, you sort of have to let that do its thing. With Projected, it's not so much weight put on that part of the equation. I get by, you know, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I think the melodies definitely work for what I'm doing, but it, it definitely takes a different mindset. And sometimes I, I can sit there, especially now going into a third record, I can usually sit there when I'm working on a song and I can go, you know what? Maybe I should hit the pause on this one because this is definitely not seven nuts. I'm going to play it for him and everyone's going to go, man, that's a badass projected song. Like, <laughs> okay, so what am I my time here for? I can do that later, you know? Yeah, it, it, it's tricky, but I think over the years, we've definitely gotten better. And I think even the guys in the band can hear it coming, you know, from a mile away. But there's always that that wild card, you know, if LJ starts singing on it and reacts to it, you know, you sort of have to just kind of step back, take a listen and just just hear where his headspace is. And then you go, oh, wait a minute, this is Seven Dust. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Seven Dust. So, so the streams um, yeah. cross from time to time. I yeah, appreciate it. 100%. There's, uh, there's plenty of songs on all of the projected records that have at, at one point or another probably at least been put into the mix to see if they would work in a seven dust portal. <laughs> Stain. Stain yeah. was a example. That um that song actually, I believe I had like tried to squeeze that one in on All I See is War. That so that song goes back almost five years. That that was probably the, the oldest song of the batch. There was just something special about it. I was like, when I did it, I went, oh man, there's very there's something very cool about what my voice is doing, desperately trying to 
you know, keep up with this song. It, it just worked. You know, it was one of those ones where I played it for the guys and nobody even flinched. Like nobody in Projected said, that sounds like a Seven Dust song. <laughs> Everybody in Seven Dust said, that sounds like a Projected song. Oh, cool. So sometimes it's like, it's so cut and dry. And then there's other times where it's like, okay, this is a coin toss. Yeah. I don't have any, I don't have any melodies on it. It's just a piece of music and I'll play it for Scott and he'll be like, don't play it for the rest of the guys. Don't play it for the rest of the guys. <laughs> and sure enough, I'll play it for the rest of the guys and they'll be like, damn it. I told you not to do that. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been ours. <laughs> I, know, I know. I mean, the, the coolest thing about it though, is there's an outlet for whatever. You know, sometimes I'll have a piece of music that I'll be struggling with and, and all of a sudden the light bulb will come on like a year and a half later where I'm not thinking about it too hard. And then it's like, why was it that difficult? Yeah. You know, and sometimes it has nothing to do with the song. Sometimes it's about you, where you are, you know, where are you in the process? You know, how shot out are you? How, how many songs are you trying to work on all at the same time? Because this is sort of the crazy time. With Seven Dust, we're going to hit the studio mid-July, but we'll do a writing session at the end of June. So right now you're spending as much time with as many pieces of music as you can, you know, shooting them down. Wait a minute. This needs a polish. Hang on a second. This is good. It's just, you know, your mix is so stupid. It's lost <laughs> in the presentation. You know, there's so many different variables. So it's sort of an exciting part of the process, but there's a lot of projected that's coming out in this part of the process. <laughs> just happens. I hear it and I'm like, oh man, that's not a seven month song. That is 100% a projected song. <laughs> oh man. It's I, I just so interesting to me because obviously with as long as you've been doing that, you think like, oh, it's just plug and play. And, and so it's cool to see both yeah. sides. And it's great that both bands are obviously cool with the intertwinings of both bands in that sense. 100%. I mean, that that's the... I think the most interesting thing about the situation is, you know, from Guns N' Roses to Slash to Miles to Alter Bridge to Seven Dust to, you know, it's like, wait a minute, hang on a second. There's six degrees of separation all the way up to Guns N' Roses right now. <laughs> you know, that's a lot of different things to sort of be, you know, try to figure into the radar. You know, you've got Tremonti and Alter Bridge and then Miles and Solo thing and Alter Bridge. And then there's always the Creed wild card that can come up every, you know, decade or so potentially for a handful of dates you know and then you've got seven dust and you've got clint doing his thing and you've got lj getting ready to release his solo thing morgan's got solo workout um call me no one you know and that's just like the immediate you know you look around mark is doing sinatra now mm -hmm. i'm like okay and he wants to tour it a little bit you know it because it did so well i i think it was it was such a it was such a cool thing because he didn't really care about anything other than making money for the charity raising awareness doing that whole thing and i think it it just exploded so it was like okay this is another thing to put in the radar so what used to be weird a decade ago isn't really weird anymore you know i i think we've all gotten to the point where we're comfortable enough I'm confident enough when I walk in with a piece of music to go, if they're not into it, I'm cool with that. Yeah. I'm 100% cool with that. And maybe I need to revisit and rethink and go, am I thinking that this is better than it really is? Or maybe I'm just hearing it in a different way, you know, well, and you nine times always... that, that's usually what it is, especially at this part of the journey. I mean, I've been with these guys for 25 years, mm -hmm. you know, so with seven dust, 25 years with projected, it's a little easier to figure out, okay, what is my gut telling me that I'm into, you know, yeah. not even thinking about seven dust. Sometimes that's hard when you're in the seven dust realm. It's like, I have to be sensitive to everyone. And I mean, it, it's not like I don't have to be sensitive in the world to project it either. It's just the cart comes before the horse in a different way. Mm -hmm. You know, with seven dust, it's all let's dump it on the table and 
you know, it's like five kids getting together with their basket of toys. We <laughs> throw them all on the floor. Somebody goes and runs off with one. Somebody smashes another one. And you're like, God, bless. you know, you just <laughs> right out of the rip. You're like, all right, my soul is on the floor. You know, with projected, it's a totally different thing because you got to sort of search your soul for a long time before you commit to something. And then with projected, it's weird. I'm not worried about what anybody else thinks about it. I have to live with it for at least a week or two and still get excited about it. If I don't, mm -hmm. you know, it's a simple process with, especially with lyrics and the vocals, the music comes a little bit quicker, a little bit easier. And the guys, like there's a Dropbox folder that I just, I just keep piling stuff in there. You know, you never know what's going to turn up, but everyone has access to lesson and review and, you know, voice their opinion. Cause every time we get in there with projected, it's like all three of those guys will have different ones that they want to do. Yeah, which is awesome, you know, because it's like, all right, if they were all jumping on one and nobody was touching the rest of the batch, I'd be like, all right, well, I, I just gave them a big pile of crap. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but they always pick something different. And it's yeah. usually something where I'm thinking. So I'm like, all right, you know, this, this is a good cross section of music, but it, it's cool in the fact that the bands have accepted that these things are going to happen because it makes this it makes the writing process a lot. It makes it easier. Mm -hmm. because like, like I said, there's always an outlet. Yeah. Like if you're really passionate about a piece of music and everybody else in the room is not okay, that's fine. I mean, obviously it meant something to you. Um, if you play it for other people and they're into it, then that's a good sign. Mm -hmm. If you play it for the whole world and everyone hates it, then you wrote a You wrote a dog. <laughs> you wrote a dog. So it's like, all right, what's the goal here? Okay. Yeah. Is that your private? I listen to this while I'm working out music, you know I mean? I've got so many things that I've written over the years that I, that I know I'm like, oh, it's a really cool piece of music. And I'd be embarrassed to have it show up on a seven dust record because <laughs> it's just not worthy of seven dust. Yeah. Yeah. You know, good music and seven dust are like two different things. You know, w with seven dust, there's sort of a, a thing, you know, like we've we've developed a brand and a style and a sound. I think projected has just now gotten to the point where. I think we sort of got our mojo. Mm -hmm. um, but interestingly enough, I don't think Seven Us got its mojo until Animosity. We've been doing those, you know, those anniversary dates and there's something very, very, I mean, it's just crazy. It just feels together. It feels settled. It feels like the band is confident. Kind of where I am with Projected too. It's like, this is the first record that I'm not like, ah, I wish I had a second chance at that one let's just cram as much stuff in as fast as we can get it done don't overthink move 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 don't overproduce. let's underproduce. let's under you know and it, it had a sound and a vibe and it's very very cool madison solid rock 94.1 at jjo and jjo discover new music our guest is john Connolly of projected talking about their new release hypoxia you brought up in there which it's another crazy part of this band because I, I think Supergroup is fair enough to say because you got you, uh, Vinny, you got Scott Phillips in there, you got uh, uh, Eric in there as well. How right. do you navigate that sound? And again, you you even brought up it's nice having this outlet or you sharing all the. How do you navigate that sound when there's so many creative directions coming in? Um, it, I think, at least the way that it comes across to me, I think at this point. It, there's a lot of potential crossover in the music. Like if you were to take all of Miles' vocals off an Alter Bridge record and all of Tremonti's vocals off and all of my vocals off and all of LJ's vocals off, you could probably still tell which band was which band. Mm -hmm. But there's probably a handful of songs that you could make an argument like Miles would kill that. 
yeah. or it'll kill that. So okay. there's enough crossover within the music. I think the identifier is the singer. You know, it's yeah. like it's the it's the easiest thing. It's it's the thing that you know. I think I I've learned the most from sitting behind Lejean for. 25 years it's like all right i've, I've got a front row seat to what i should be doing <laughs> <You know? laughs> taking notes back there <laughs> how he can connect and how he can how he performs you know from start to finish but it's the same thing with miles and even now you know mark's got you know so many tours under his belt he's confident he feels good and, and comfortable in his place uh clint's been out he's toured quite a bit you know it's like i think time in the saddle is that thing but i i think the identifying thing between the bands is always going to be what's happening on the vocals mm -hmm. because there is some crossover yeah. there's probably not, not as much crossover between uh projected and say a miles kennedy solo record mm -hmm. that's a that's a little bit of a different thing um, but there is crossover between the rest of the bands because it's all sort of the same style of music. We're not going to try to re I'm not going to pull a machine gun Kelly here. You know what I mean? It's like, it's real easy to want to jump over there and then piss a bunch of people off to get a bunch of people looking at you and a bunch of people talking about you. And then all of a sudden you realize, Oh, wait a minute, that backfired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, none of us are going to, uh, you know, try to do something that we're not comfortable and, you know, it's sort of in our wheelhouse. It's like, I like to experiment, but I don't want to experiment on something that I want that close and to be that personal to, you know, I, mm -hmm. I want to do, I, I just want to be honest about it. You know, people ask, you know, why do you write this type of music? You're right. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know. I think it was because Billy Gibbons years ago said, play and write what you want to hear. And I was like, it's some of the best advice ever. I love listening to ZZ Top, but it doesn't naturally come out of me that same way. But what does come out of me naturally is projected and seven dust, yeah. you know? So I think the same rule applies, you know, it's like you can sit there and you can try to be who's faster, who's written more hits, who's done more of this, but it's art, you know, it's all yeah. art. It's objective. And it's like, it doesn't have to be the most, you know, the craziest selling thing to still be really, really good art. It's a cool spot. You know, it's like, these side projects have sort of just become a, a piece of the puzzle, especially with projected. Like it's never like I'm trying to force a tour or trying to dictate a schedule. It's always been at, you know, whatever alter bridge and seven dust has available. <laughs> <laughs> you make it after, work. After those two are sort of done and, and everyone's happy with the schedule and everything, then we look at the holes and we figure it out. You know, and I got lucky with with this this whole timing. I mean, you never get lucky with a pandemic, but I was getting ready to go in the studio anyway. So it was like, all right, well, if there's ever been a time to not, you know, I can't travel. Yeah, I mean, for us, it was like, we're all here in Orlando and we're on lockdown. Okay, sounds like we should probably get in the studio <laughs> right now. <laughs> so we did. You know, it was like, let's, let's use this to our advantage. It was like, you know, we might actually be able to, you know, take some of these songs and actually turn them, turn them into something a little bit more than, than we even thought that we had. So, you know, you just take your time and you go through it and you don't, you don't stress over the process. Cause I think the hardest part, um, when we were young, God, if, if I had to do it all over again, you know, it's like, no, no days off six weeks straight. We're not doing yeah. anything. Time you get to week three, it's like, all objectivities out the window. You don't like anything. <laughs> you know, like there's never any unloading, like, nah, nah, just pile it on. Go, 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 yeah. go. We're until four in the morning. I'm like, yeah, and the whole next day is destroyed because of it. You know, it's like, all right, well, as we got older, I was like, we, we need to learn to take those naps, uh -huh. you know, 
get on your daughter's schedule. Hell <laughs> 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 no, yeah, I'm back in my 50s, and I'm like, there's a beauty to having a nap every three or four hours. You're yeah, <laughs> damn right. Well, I think that's, you know, I've talked to a lot of art, artists recently, and, and with the pandemic, again, if you're looking for any kind of silver lining, maybe it did allow us to slow down. And with this record, just hearing you talk about that, uh, and, and yeah, just that run and gun world of putting a record together and touring, you got to experience something different with hypoxia. For sure. It was an interesting how the planets lined up because when, when I remember when they said, all right, we're going on lockdown. I was like, what, hold up, lockdown. What, mm-hmm. what, what are we talking about here? <laughs> they're like, it's literally like get in your house and don't, don't leave the neighborhood. What? I was like, holy crap. Like this is for real. So I was already in that mode. I was probably about halfway through with um, all of the lyrics and the melodies. Uh, all the music was written. And I, I sort of had the record sussed out. Like I knew which songs I really wanted to have. Um, I did not have pi- hypoxia. Then, oh, ironically. Okay. So hypoxia was not written yet. But the second that Tim called and I was like, oh, no, here, it, here we go. The interesting thing was that, you know, diving in that deep, though, um, I picked up the guitar, had a panic attack after like a week. So I hadn't touched the guitar in a week. And I went, oh, no, I don't remember how to play guitar. It took me about an hour and a half to get it. I was like, what? It's a G chord. <laughs> but this is the worst. You know, I was like, I've never gone to just vocals, but I had to. It was like, all right, it's, it's time to do this. So I'm playing the guitar and I'm like, oh, whew, all right. I got, I got it back on. I was like, all right, I probably should do like one more. Let me just do one more something. Like one more straight, straight down the pipe. You know, something, it just needs something in the middle that's sort of heavy and sort of hooky and, you know, hypoxia. I, I just started playing the, it, it was the pre-chorus uh, just because it was sort of like a warm-up. I was like, I was happy to be playing guitar again. It felt good. I was like, all right, if I, you know, there's certain things like, I know Slash talks about the whole sweet child of mine, be, that being an exercise. Mm-hmm. And it, exactly what happened with hypoxia, it was like, a, this was just an exercise to get me going, all right, I'm in, all right, I, I, I'm playing again. I'm feeling good. It's awesome. And then I went, actually, that's sort of cool. And I worked back and I put a little verse thing on it. And then I went over the chorus and it was just, it just fell out. Like literally the song kind of came together in about five minutes. Wow. And I, I listened through everything and I went, all right, save close i shut everything down like i i was like all right i like everything and that's very unusual normally i attack a part there's one piece of music that i'm like that is so it's horrible like it's gotta go <laughs> and i listened to everything i went no no that's actually kind of cool and i walked away and i was like all right i'm gonna go ride the bike for a while that song was written i'm not exaggerating probably in about 15 minutes wow from start to finish it was just one of those ones and i was like man i try to equate songwriting to fishing because you can go out there and you can cast and you know, you could put a million lines in the water and nothing's hitting. Uh-huh. And then that one day you throw the one line and a boom, you can't, you know, you're, you're in the water, you're fighting and you're like, what is this? And you need to pull a monster out. And that's sort of what it felt like after I put that one together to me. But I was like, you know what, let's not, let's not get crazy here. Let's get it in mix. And I get in the studio, we start working with Elvis and Elvis has a notebook. Each song has like a page, maybe mm-hmm. a page half you know he's gone through and he's digging you know throwing ideas what if we did this maybe this needs to be twice as long you know halftime here question mark not feeling it you know sometimes mm-hmm. it'll happen and then you're like all right cool you either make your case or you address the part and <laughs> we get to hypoxia and he flips it over and i go oh no because <laughs> i see hypoxia written up at the top and i see one word he hates it <laughs> 
and he starts smiling and i'm like oh no you dog and he goes wow and i went okay so it's a wow e-rock comes in he goes dude it has to be the first single flip comes in he was like 100 it's got to be the first single and i went okay and i needed a song title and i was like it sort of sums up everything that i was talking about throughout all of it and it was like all right there it is there's the album title there's the song and i was like you know six weeks worth of work and like the planets aligned for 20 minutes yep for it all just to come together and it, it was the most unforced just you know hey just be there catch it i wish that i could sit down and have those days every day that's the, that's the beauty of it is like there's so much joy in that part of the process i mean there's a certain thing about playing live that's awesome and it's irreplaceable for sure but there's something else that happens during that songwriting process where the hairs on your arm just stand up and you mm. go you sort of shake your head and you're like what just happened yeah you know it might only be for like a moment you know, and then all, everything around it, you're like, all right, how do I get the rest of it to get to there? <laughs> but that's the beauty of songwriting. You know, you, you mm. have those little things, those, those accidents, those moments of time that just show up and they just fall in your lap. And you're just like, wow, I'm so glad I was here to receive that. <laughs> Man. Madison Solid Rock, 94.1 JJO. I'm Brock, and my guest for JJO Discover New Music is John Connolly of Projected. Hypoxia is the new release that we're highlighting this week on Discover New Music. Maybe it's already been answered, but uh, do you have a favorite track on the album? It kind of rotates around. I mean, for a long time, it was a hypoxia, and I still think it is the, um, like, it's the stamp. It's yeah. the, if, if we want to sum the whole thing up in one, that's probably the best presentation of a cross section of all of it. Um, but, but there, I, I, I go back and listen to it at your window has a special place for me. Dark has a special place. Stain has a special place because of how old and how like, all right, it's not going to make it. That yeah. song was, you know, it's like that song was on the chopping block for so long. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, number one, get it done to where I loved it and to get it on the record and then to have, you know, everyone go, yeah, that's the, that's the second video. I was like, all right, cool. That song got a lot of love. It's totally different from hypoxia. Yeah. Same band, but it's like, all right, this is the other side of the band. You know, we do this and then we can also do this too. I love it, man. Well, again, it's so excited and, and congrats on getting that third album out. Hypoxia, June 24th from Projected, uh, John and the boys throwing down and uh, we're in for a treat, man. John, before I let you go, now that we got the important stuff out of the way, you want to play uh, Rapid Fire with John? Sure. Uh, okay. And there's no wrong answer. So uh, let's start with something simple. Uh, Snickers or Milky Way? Uh, Snickers. Pineapple on pizza or no pineapple on pizza? I hate pineapple, so pineapple can just <laughs> get straight in the trash. <laughs> Throw it all in there. Good to know. <laughs> I'll make sure I don't bring that to the next pizza party. Uh, disco or techno? Disco. <laughs> like that. I can see you in some disco polyester. Uh, <laughs> would you rather see Bigfoot or the Loch Ness Monster? Loch Ness Monster. Chili dogs or corn dogs? Chili dogs. Nice. Uh, would you rather fight a man with bear arms or a bear with man arms? Oh, man. Probably the bear with man, man arms because those bear arms, I don't know, man, those claws will mess you up. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the bear with the little arms, man. <laughs> Take my chances. All right. Well, thank you for humoring me, John. I appreciate it. That's rapid fire with John Cobb. All right, man. Well, hey, again, everyone, go get it. June 24th, hypoxia from Projected. Going to drop, and uh, you guys are in for a treat. John, thank you so much for the time, man. I appreciate it. Brother, thank you, man. Discover new music now on the homepage of WJJO.com, in the JJO app, or wherever you get your podcasts. J.J.O.